on today's episode of Random Disclaimer, I would like to talk about the importance of money, how we usually use money, how money is seen by other people, and ways that we could effectively utilize our spend so we have more at the end of the month. I would also want to talk about ways that I can make my money go further, and that is either by using third person apps or neat little tricks that I do from day to day. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to a new episode of Random Disclaimer with your soon-to-be-favorite podcaster, Sassori Sid. hope everybody's doing well and taking all the steps they can do to make sure that they're fighting fit and 100% for the trials and tribulations that lie ahead. Um, to those who, um, you know, commented on my podcast and said that I need, you know, better recording equipment, I should be getting a new phone in the next two weeks or so. And I should be getting better microphone equipment as well. So hopefully we should be getting more of a crisper sound and less background noise and also less you know, interference if I'm touching my screen, for example. Now, I just want to talk about you know, something that's very, very important, something that I feel as a human race we'll never get rid of. And if we do have any future races or any previous races that we don't know of, I know there's three important things that we won't get rid of, and that's love, that's war, and that's currency as well. If you if you do believe in aliens and like you know intelligent beings out there, I would put my money on the fact that they have these three things occurring because if you look at it, all intelligent species will need these three things because all these three things bring order. It brings chaos, which is just as vital as order. And it brings about, you know, objectives, goals, ambitions. These three things in general merges them together. So I just want to kind of talk about the, the money aspect of it. So currency and otherwise. To me, currency is something that is very, very vital. Unfortunately, a lot of people are sculpted away by the way to get money, a lot of people will sell their souls just to get money, a lot of people are living below the lines where they don't have as much money, you know, to buy things they need, let alone want, and I just wanted to use this opportunity now just to talk about ways that you could use money as, a, as an ally instead of something that is relied on. There's a lot of things out here, um, if you do your research, you can find that there is so many things which will help you get your money on the right track but if you want to do things on a solo tip then alternatively you could just listen to some of the things that i'm going to tell you and hopefully you know change it in your own way to get a better experience for yourself so you know a few years ago i didn't really have much money to my name and i always thought to myself how can i always get more money how can i always get more money the problem was that when I was saying these things, I didn't really have much money to begin with. So if I had to lose money to make money, that was definitely you know off the cards because I needed that money just to get by. But nowadays, um, I'm doing much better for myself financially and now I'm looking at ways, and I'm currently doing ways to make sure that my money stretches further. 
whether that be incentives or outside influence or just you know getting advice from other people who are you know graceful enough to help me um, one thing that I usually use is um, so if you have a spreadsheet you know Microsoft Excel for example you could write a list of your spend so how much money you got in your outgoings and then how much money you're left with now if you have that then you can see how much money you could play around with until the next payday and you could spend accordingly you could budget yourself and you could write down everything you you know spend usually on a daily basis and everything that you would need to spend or anything that you would want to spend and you just need to justify that spend i.e. for example if I was to buy a new phone tomorrow I would obviously be a couple of hundred pounds out of pocket for you know the rest of the month until payday now I get paid weekly so I'm, I'm fortunate and unfortunate it depends on how you see you know weekly pay but because of that if I'm out of pocket I need to justify spending money elsewhere and I don't know about you guys but one thing that I usually spend a lot of my money on is food things that you do need but things that you spend unnecessary amounts of money on for me would be food a lot of people will say clothes jewelry fragrances dates but i think my biggest bugbear when it comes to spending money will be food and when well i've realized that when i was growing up and i didn't have much money i'll get more and more resourceful the less and less money i have but now that I have more money, I could just do overtime, for example, and just say, well, I could justify buying this and buying that because I'm getting X amount more money. The problem with that is it's a bad mentality to have because if I won the lottery, then I could justify spending ridiculous amounts of money on a brand new car, but I have no additional income or justification to back that up. So best thing to do in this situation, if you do have Microsoft Excel, is to create a spreadsheet, something where you can monitor your spend and justify the spend when you need it. Obviously, you need a lot of things like food, water, substance, you know, rent, for example. But think about it this way. If you're about to buy something, think about it. Would you buy that if you had little or no money? Or are you just buying this now because you've been fortunate this payday? If you write everything down, you could kind of also compare what you've spent and if you're with at Microsoft Excel or have, you know, normal kind of normal to intermediate skills when it comes to Excel, you could actually link all these together and see how much more you've spent, how much more you've received that, that month or that week and kind of make a graph as well just to show if you're being cheeky and naughty to your own financial gain or if you're actually making yourself proud where you could give yourself a pat on the back. So one way of monitoring your spend would definitely, 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 my suggestion, just to put something together which could take about 15 to 20 minutes or even longer if you're a bit complicated. But if you need any additional advice, feel free to get in contact with me and I'll be able to kind of walk you through the basics of making a very, very nice spreadsheet where you can monitor your spend and tie it all together so you can see how good you're doing for the month or the week. 
Another thing you could do is what I call the preemptive strike, and that is to make sure that you leave the house with a certain amount of money, and this will be in cash. Or if you've got a savings account, put most of your money into that savings account, like I do, and just have a current account with X amount of money. Therefore, if you see things that you want instead of need, you wouldn't be as inclined to buy it, even if you've got more money than usual. For example, so there's sometimes when I go out with a tenner, and I usually say to myself, mm, I'm going to make this tenner last about three days. Now, to a lot of people, that might not seem like a lot. And to a, you know, a number of people, that could seem like much more than what they have. But the principle here is starving your wallets. So whenever you go out, you don't spend things on impulse. You have a certain amount of money, and it gives you kind of the free will to say, oh, if I do purchase so-and-so, would I have money for so-and-so? And your logic and your common sense comes more into play this way. If I go out of £100 and say I could spend £100 in a week, that would be so easy. After I you know, feed myself, make sure that I'm taken care of, I'll probably have X amount of money. So before I spend that money, I'll be like, ah, I could justify buying this, this and that. But if I turn that around and say I have £30 a week, then I'll be so much more tactical with my money. And when it comes to food, for example, I'll buy something in bulk or something that is much cheaper. Because I don't know about you guys, but I'm not one of those people who could just splurge out on Nando's every day or get myself a nice meal from KFC because KFC is expensive. Expensive, McDonald's expensive. So if you kind of starve your wallets like that when you go outside, just have the cash on you, you'll be surprised with the amount of savings that you'll make in the long run. And if you say to yourself, oh, realistically, I would have taken out £50 for three days, but I've taken out £20 for three days, then you can get that additional £30 and you can put that somewhere else. You can put it in a place, for example, where you can't touch it. For example, I've got one of those tins at home where you have to literally get a can opener to open it. So you just put all these monies in there and you just leave it there. So if you're like, oh, I really want this, but... If I open this tin can, then I've ruined it all. That, that would be a better way to, you know, have a better control of your money. Money, for me in the past, has been very, very difficult to kind of manage because I didn't give myself any restrictions or guidelines on how to spend it. Now that I feel that I'm much wiser, if I, if I buy something and I get buyer's remorse, then I won't buy something like that for a very long time. In my previous episodes, I talked about having a wish list and whenever you get paid, justifying when you have to spend, but not using your wish list until every payday. So if anybody, well, if anything comes up on the wish list and you have a list of five or six items that you want, then it will give you about five or six weeks to go through your wish list, making you think longer and harder about whether you truly need it or not. So that will be another way how I manage my spend in the long run. Another person I'll recommend um, that you do some research on is Martin Lewis. Now, he has um, a company called Money Saving Expert, and their main objective is to, you know, scour the Internet, look at laws and legislations and, you know, banks, different various companies to see if you could save some money if you switch over to them, for example, or if, you know, like 
if you have insurance which is now validated they'll tell you but um, they have their own kind of uh, news articles and you could subscribe to the channel actually which is much better and you could see where you can save money let's just say you're going for your weekly shop or you know they could tell you to change your browser for example so another good example is switching over to the honey browser because they usually find you discounts if you're looking at something like Amazon for example and the the internet browser works in the background to make sure that it tells you that you can get this cheaper somewhere else but anyways money saving expert is very very good you change cards you get cash back um, if you are owed money for certain things he'll let you know if you you know if it affects a huge group of people uh, you can get NUS cards if you do this this and that loopholes but he's really really good at what he does so I would say if you can just Google money saving expert and subscribe to the email addresses and just when you get sent the emails just look at them thoroughly and yeah you'll be surprised with how much money you actually save that way and another thing I do as well is with my bank uh, if I spend money and it doesn't come up to the nearest pound the difference between what I've spent and the nearest pound will be put into my savings account now you can get apps to do this or you can do it by yourself but this is very very important stuff because for example if I put petrol in my car I usually put about £10 and 12p for example so the, the remainder 84p which would have rounded up to £11 will be put in my savings account now if you think that you know you make about 10 transactions a week minimum and a lot of them don't come up to the nearest pound some of them might come up to something small like 54p or three pounds 46 for example you can kind of see that it will add up slowly but surely and if you'd make trans 10 transactions a day you're looking at a few pounds at the end of the week and that would be a good way to save as well one thing is good as well i bought myself um like a metal box with a key and whenever i get paid i just take out about you know 20 30 pounds depending on um you know how much overtime i do and i just put in this tin turn the key just leave it i usually put notes in it because if it gets moved for example i'll hear money and it'll remind me of the money but I know this is strange, it is strange, it's kind of a bit of a Pavlonian conditioning thing but if I put notes in it and I hear no noise you know I kind of program myself to think there's no money in there, there's no money in there it is strange but it takes a lot of like you know focus I guess just to, to realise that you're putting this money in this tin and then you need to immediately forget that you put this money in this tin but yeah the results are surprising and that is just another way that you can have your money that is not on your accounts because if you've got money in your account then obviously you could definitely see how much money you've got in your account but if you keep putting this money in your tin and you just leave it there or just grow and grow and grow and yeah just don't look about how much money you're putting in there just I guess one day a few years from now just look in your tin and you'll be surprised of how much savings you got you can go on holiday you know it's unlimited yeah um i always encourage people just to have various sources of income and to have various sources of savings because i lead this life where i need to have 
plan A, B, C and D when I do most things and I encourage all of you who are listening to this podcast to do the same. You just don't know what would happen tomorrow, later on today, even in a few minutes from now. So if you make sure that you have four ironproof plans to support you, then negativity from the financial side of things would just be erased from your life in its entirety. So if you can, you should. And if you can, you will. So just get all that money, stash it in different areas. Also look at ways you can save your money online. And you can also do things as well like stocks and investments. There's a lot of people out there who help people do stocks. And I've tried it before and it is a a viable way to get some extra money. And depending on how much risk you want to put in and how much money you want to part with, you can actually make some pretty good returns. So that's something um, you could do too. But I'll just have to say as another disclaimer, there's a lot of risk involved so there's not a necess- there's not a necessity that you will get your money back but if you do get your money you can see quite a lot of profit made so that that's another thing you can do as well i am also in this benevolent fund as well uh, i pay about 4 pounds 75 a week is in conjunction with my work but you don't necessarily have to be doing you know my line of work this is something that you can find my one that I use is called HSF and there's another one called TBF. You put some money in a week or a month, whichever one you prefer, and they'll give you cash back on, you know, certain procedures or anything medical to a certain level. For example, if it comes to dentistry, I get up to £200 back. If it comes up to opticians, I get £200 back. If it comes to anything, you know, in regards to my bones, like if I need to see a chiropractor, that goes to £400. And they also give you a grant every day if you're staying in a hospital. So that's something that's very, very beneficial. Imagine, you know, like you want to get your teeth polished, for example, and that costs £100. Then they'll pay the £400. And that is a form of cashback because you are, in turn, getting your cash back. But you're just paying a small amount per week or per month. And you're getting this benefit so that's that's something that would be very very good to think about and what i'd usually do if i get these things done is i think oh, i've just part with a hundred pounds to get my teeth done now they give me the money back as long as i have the receipt and i fill out a claim form they give me this hundred pounds back and i immediately put this hundred pounds in savings because i've got this money back because i've done this benefit scheme and I am trying to just persuade myself that oh, this money's gone, this money's been parted, but I put in savings. You know, I, I justify putting money in savings before I put in savings. Otherwise, I'll get more and more inclined to spend it. There's been a lot of times when I've put like X amount of money in savings. I'm like, mm, well, I put it there because I'll set it for a rainy day, and this kind of feels like a rainy day, so I spend it. But if I just say to myself, you know what, I'm fortunate to have this plan here so this money I shouldn't really have but because I've been smart with how I spend my money and how I save my money I'm going to put this money in here so this will be for any emergency it might not make sense to um, a lot of you what I'm saying but justification of not spending your money is something that's very very important because 
there's a lot of people that will get a lot of money like a lump sum for example and just spend it and they'll do this subconsciously everything looks much more vivid to them once they have money everything looks so much easier to get when they have money but the only problem is when you get that money you need to make that money grow otherwise that money's just going to be disappeared in a, in a few weeks a few months so the way you have to be smart and investing is something that's very very important because most of us don't want to be poor come on everyone who's listening to this podcast is probably putting their hands up and saying yeah i don't want to be poor so we need to take the right steps to make sure that we are not poor that we are wealthy that we have enough money not only to just get by to enjoy ourselves you know spend time with friends and family treat people who deserve to be treated go on lovely holidays everybody wants to do that right so heed my words make one source of income turn into 10 source of income you know you are the first step of making this happy if you've got if you've got a big family coming or if you've got you know a lot of people that look up to you or if you've got a lot of um plans that you want to put your your money down on you need to make sure that you have ample enough of money not only to spend on those around you and upcoming projects but to see you through for the next year or two like i i want to be on this level now i'm getting there but i want to be in this level now where i have money now for 2024 but i could just look at my bank account and be like yeah that's gonna last me a very very long time and because we live in a golden age of technology it's so easy to 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 make money like a lot of things are just there a lot of things have to be creative but saving gaining interest investment cash back there there's so much things out there and it's just um you know taking the time and getting the energy put in just to say yeah you know what like this needs to be done i want to be getting this i want to make sure that i don't want to be feeling like i felt two years ago where you know i could barely afford to make ends meet so if you do have any questions please get back to me because i want to do more about the money subject in upcoming podcast episodes i feel like this one is incomplete but the reason it is incomplete is because this is this has been a delayed podcast firstly and secondly um i'm due to be getting a new phone so hopefully next podcast episode of the podcast episode after that i should have a much better you know well you as a listener should have hopefully a better experience uh hopefully there'll be less noise in the background my voice will be held more clarity and i will have a better phone to be using you know my editing software on so yeah please hang about and as soon as i get uh you know the new phone and have everything set up hopefully you'll hear the difference but either way just please let me know and also um i want to be doing more and more episodes uh you know from what people you know tell me like if you have anything that you want me to kind of do research on and talk about please let me know if you have a burning question to ask me and you want me to do a podcast about answers to that question please let me know if you want me to say anything foolish or any shout outs please let me know i am an open shop right now um and please just comment to me just get back to me let's do this together you know, we're, we're a team out here we're a unit and yeah um 
if any of you just need help, I'm I'm here. I'm here. Like whether you want to talk, whether you want me to listen, whether you're in Saudi Arabia or the Philippines or Bulgaria. Thank you for listening, by the way. And you want to come over to the UK? Please. Um, you're always welcome. Don't let Brexit sway you, but. I'm here, I'm always looking to, to grow, I'm always looking for people to grow because yeah, that's that's the stuff that makes me happy man. We need more people getting out there, becoming the next future kings and leaders and queens. So please just get back to me, um, my door is always open and yep, this has just been another money podcast by Sassoy Sid, random disclaimer, thank you very very much for watching and as, and as always, you are not alone.